0: Sego Sewa Gwego, Stephanie jung Hi, everybody. This is Stephanie. Today is National Tell a Story Day, and it's day 27 of the 365 Live Challenge. So I would love to take this opportunity to share a Haudenosaunee story with you. I live in what would have been traditionally uh, Haudenosaunee territory, Today, Iroquois people uh, have been put on reserves or reservations in Canada and America, many live in cities, but traditionally where I live would have been Haudenosaunee Territory, specifically Ganyagahaga or Mohawk Territory. So one of the things that is really important to me is honoring and cherishing and spreading knowledge about Haudenosaunee culture and Haudenosaunee people and making sure that the culture is honored and treaty rights are honored. So today on National Tell-A-Story Day, I would love to share the Haudenosaunee creation story with you. But first I'd like to tell you the story of the word Haudenosaunee in case you are tuning in live from somewhere in the country where you are not familiar with us. So I live in New York state. I live in the capital region of New York state and the native American indigenous people of upstate New York have been called over time five nations and then six nations by the British an Iroquois or Iroquois by the French, but the name that the people of upstate New York call themselves is Haudenosaunee. And Haudenosaunee means people of the longhouse, or more specifically, people building a longhouse. It stands for the traditional type of housing, that Haudenosaunee people lived in pre-contact. They lived in long houses that were matrilineal and matrilocal. And so the term that they use to call themselves is Haudenosaunee, people building the longhouse. So that's the most respectful term always to call someone, right, is the name that we choose to call ourselves. So You may know the people as Five Nations or Six Nations, as Iroquois, as Iroquois Confederacy, but Haudenosaunee is the best word. Long ago, Haudenosaunee people say that where we are right now, things looked a lot different than they do. When you looked around in all four directions, north, east, south, and west. All that was here was water. In that water were fish and turtle and muskrat and beaver and eel, all types of water animals and all types of water birds. And in another place, a planet that we call Galunhyage, which means sky world, things looked a lot like they do here today. There were grass and in the center of that grass in Galunhyage was a great tree. On that tree was every delicious fruit and vegetable that we enjoy today. The three sisters, corn, beans, and squash, strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, tomatoes, potatoes, carrots, watermelon, peaches, nectarines, every good fruit and vegetable grew on one big tree in the center of Galunyage. And the rule was you couldn't pick any of the fruit but when the fruits and vegetables were ready, they would fall to the ground and you could go to the tree with a basket or a blanket and you could collect all of the food you wanted, just enough to keep your family well fed and you would bring it home and eat. Now for a long time, the people of Galunyage were happy and healthy. They were a lot like us People say that in some ways they were very different. Maybe they were a little bit magic because some people say they never got sick. And some people say that if they wanted something, rather than getting up and getting a book off the shelf, they could just think about it and it would flow across the air and end up in their hands. So a little bit like us, but a little bit not. Now one day, something happened to cause all of Galunhyage to become very upset. Something happened that caused that big, great tree with all of their food to fall over. And when it fell over, because it wasn't an ordinary tree, it didn't make an ordinary hole like we see today when a tree falls down in the forest. Instead, that tree, when it fell, it made a hole so big, so wide, so deep, it went straight through the entire planet of Galunyage. All of the people were rushing around trying to fix the tree. They were trying to push it up and pull it up. And some of the people, they were bent over the hole and they were wrapping and tying and knotting their tree roots, trying to get some stability from the bottom, doing all they could to fix the tree and get it upright again. One of the women that was working towards the edge was Gajichagayon, which means mature flower. She was working very close to the edge, and she was about to have a baby. So her belly was bigger than normal, and maybe that caused her balance to be a little bit off because something happened next that's told different ways. Some people say that Sky Woman, she was very close to the edge, trying to wrap and tie those tree knots, and maybe because her balance was off, she slipped down that hole towards the water world where we live today some people say no 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 it's actually much worse than that you see everybody was rushing around trying to fix the tree they were so focused on the tree they forgot the most important thing and that was to take care of each other and maybe in their haste accidentally maybe someone bumped Sky woman closer to that edge, closer to the hole. But some people, including me, like to believe that Gajichagayan was a very, very brave and adventurous woman. When that tree became uprooted and she reached down the hole to wrap and tie the tree roots up, she could see the water world where we are today. And I like to think that she jumped through that hole to explore. However it happened, Gajichagayan, Sky Woman, was falling through the sky, falling towards the water where we are. And all of those water animals, they looked up in the sky and they saw something coming They knew it wasn't right a flock of birds rushed up to investigate and the first thing they noticed when they saw sky woman she didn't have any feathers so they didn't know if she could fly and then they got a little closer and they realized she didn't have fins or gills or webbed feet and they didn't know if she could swim at least not for very long. And they didn't know what to do, but they did want to help. So most of those birds, they put their wingtips very, very, very close together and they formed a solid blanket with their wingtips. And they let Gajichagayan sit on their backs and they started to slowly, gently bring her down towards the water. One or two of those birds rushed back down to the water as fast as they could. They called a council of all of the animals, and they told the story of what they saw falling through the sky. The animals fell silent, and it was a long time before quiet Turtle spoke up from the back. Turtle said, I don't know if what I'm going to share will help. But when I was very tiny, my grandma told me a story. And in that story, there were people that look just like the one you described, with fingers and toes. They live on something called earth or dirt, said Turtle. Now, I don't know if it's just a silly story, but my grandma said, way below this water that we live in, we have earth, we have dirt. And Turtle said, I can't make the trip but I have a broad back and a strong shell. And if one of you animals can dive down far enough below the water to bring me back some of that dirt, you can place it on my back. And I will keep Sky Woman safe and warm and dry. Some of the animals started to laugh at Turtle. They had never heard of land or earth or dirt. All they knew was the water that they swam in. But again, they wanted to help. And without a better plan, the big strong animals started diving below the water and coming back with nothing. Until everybody was pretty sure that turtle's story was just a story his grandma made up. But muskrat waited till last. Now muskrat isn't very fancy, doesn't look very strong or special, but muskrat is tenacious. When muskrat sets a goal, muskrat works and works and works until that goal is reached. So muskrat filled his lungs with air, and he dove, and he dove, and he swam, and he swam, and it got cold and dark at the bottom of the water, and Muskrat was gone so long, all of the animals at the top of the water waiting, thought he wasn't going to come back, and for sure he couldn't come back alive. And then up popped a muskrat paw. And under just one or two claws was just one or two specks of earth. And with the last bit of energy that muskrat had, Muskrat scratched that dirt into the back of the turtle shell, creating the finger lakes, so we know the story is true. And with that earth in the back of that turtle shell, those birds were just about ready to bring Ajichagayon down. And they landed Skywoman on top of the turtle shell and Sky Woman looked in all four directions north, east, south, and west and she realized that yes the turtle shell was a very small place to live but if not for the work of all of those animals pitching in just to help her, she'd be in that cold, dark water. And she was so grateful. She was so grateful, she began to dance. The Women's Shuffle Dance. At first, a very tiny counterclockwise circle around the back of that turtle shell. But remember, the people in Galunhyage, maybe they were a little bit magic because maybe some of that magic came down here with her. Because as Sky Woman danced in a counterclockwise circle, shuffling around the back of that turtle shell in Thanksgiving, magic happened that turtle shell grew and grew. And the longer Sky Woman danced, the bigger that turtle shell got. And some people say she danced for 28 to 30 days long, the entire cycle of the moon, the entire cycle of a woman's body. And when she was done dancing, She had created what you may call the North American continent and what Haudenosaunee people still call the Great Turtle Island. And that is the story of how Haudenosaunee people know they came to be on this place where I live today in upstate New York. I hope that you enjoyed my Haudenosaunee story. Today is day 27 of the 365 Live Challenge, and it's also National Tell a Story Day. So I would be so honored if you shared a story with me. It could be a cultural story or a story from your homeland It could be a favorite story from your childhood. I would even love to hear the story of how we met. I love to hear from my friends, stories about how we found each other in this world. So I would be so honored if you would comment a story to share with me, because when we share our stories, we get to know each other so much better. And we realize that we have a lot more in common than we have that separates us. So please share your stories with me. I love getting to know you through your comments and your questions. If you enjoyed the story, please like it. And I would be so grateful if you shared it with others so they could enjoy the story. Again, this is Stephanie Bandozic on day 27 of the 365 Live Challenge. I'm sending you lots of love and light and peace and blessings. I hope that you're having a beautiful day. Please remember to take care of yourself and take care of each other.